already exists. And, and I did, I found the template like online, but I took a bunch of weird stuff out and I added stuff. Um, but most of it is like really good. All of it is backed by scripture. I can give you the verses, but I'm gonna read it for the audio. And they're, they're printed out, sorry, they're real big. <laughs> we can put them on your wall and do whatever you want with them, but there's three pages each. So every day, it's good to say, Father, today I choose to speak with my mouth that I am your child, and I know that you love me with an everlasting love. I cast all my cares on the one who cares for me. The yoke of Jesus is easy and his burden is light. Thank you for the peace, rest, and strength that only you can give. Thank you for blessing the work of my hands and causing me to prosper. I put all my hope and trust in you, God. I am the head and not the tail, the top and not the bottom. I am blessed coming in and going out. I choose to abide in Christ and him in me, for I have been crucified with him, and it is no longer me who lives but him. I have the mind of Christ. I ask for wisdom for this day, and I know, for I know you freely give it. My body is your temple, and the fullness of your spirit dwells in me without measure. I take authority and all power over the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt me. The spirits are subject to me. I am a joint heir with your son to all that you have for me. I take my shield of faith and quench every fiery dart of Satan. I will not stray to the left or the right. I will fix my eyes on Jesus throughout every storm. I will not fear man or spirit, for I know I have overcome the evil one. Answer to my title, if you're paying attention. <laughs> no weapon formed against me shall prosper. You have put in me not a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Today I will allow Holy Spirit to convict and lead me. I will speak the truth always and be as bold as a lion and gentle as a dove. Thank you for sanctifying me through the blood of Christ. Am I too loud? No? Okay. <laughs> I am more than a conqueror through him. You have blessed me with every spiritual blessing. Thank you for raising me up with Christ and seating me with him in heavenly places. In the name of Jesus, amen. And we're going to read them again tomorrow, so it'll be great. Thank you, Pastor Alex, for printing that. And thank you, Corrine. It's weird to call you Aunt Karina. <laughs> thank you for attempting to print them. Okay, so if you if you were in the youth last Monday, I know I talk a lot about my sermon. <laughs> Don't shake your head. Or if you watch my video, um, Who is Satan? A lot of this is, is going to be similar. Sorry, not sorry, because it's good stuff. So Jesus said, it is finished, but our work has truly just begun, right? I feel like this is like the third part to what pastors Alex and Angela have already been speaking. Um, and it was funny because I was getting ready for a video and Angela used Revelation 12:11, And that was the verse that I was going to use. So awesome. That was spirit. It just, we're in unison. It's so good. I'm going to go ahead and read that to you right now. Revelation 12, 11. All right. And they overcame him being Satan, right? By the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to the death. So give your testimony. It's so powerful. Everybody has one. Um, and don't, don't love your life to, to death, right? Um, so testimonies are so powerful. Um, I was always, I'm always blessed by hearing them. I was blessed by hearing Angela's. I always pick up something new, even though, you know, if somebody gave their testimony over and over again, it just, it's, 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 so, it's so good. <laughs> um, and I don't want to just tickle your ears like she said. I want to give you practical application for actual spiritual warfare. Um, so the word says that we know his, his devices, right? The other translations say, we know the schemes of the devil. We know his plots. The word tells us of them. Um, I think, and this is just a personal opinion, I think the, the biggest thing he tries to take is our faith. 
it worked with Eve, and he's trying it again and again. And if he can't take your your faith, you know, he wants you to doubt. Um, he'll even twist scripture to, to do this, like he did with Eve. He said, you know, surely you won't die if you eat the fruit. And she's like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. And, you know, his her husband partook. And, of course, we know what happened. That did happen, death. God is always right. He is always wrong. You know, how do you know the devil's lying? His lips are moving. That's pretty simple. John 8, 44 tells us, and I didn't write this one down, but that he is the father of lies. He is a liar and the father of it. Jesus said he only comes to do three things, to steal, kill, and destroy. Um, he is a tempter, a deceiver, and accuser of the brethren. Sorry. And he's, you know, he's still deceiving people. He'll be doing, even after the millennial reign, he'll be deceiving people. But um, so he likes to use fear. It's one of his, I feel like it's like his best tactic maybe to get you to doubt. And as a, if you're a Christian, you really, really have no, and I know it's, it's easier said than done, but we really have no reason to fear. You know, Paul said to live is Christ, to die is gain. If it doesn't kill you, <laughs> even if, you know what I mean, it's, it's good stuff. Like, we, d we don't, this includes, you know, anxiety, worry, and doubt. Again, fear is, is definitely anti-faith. It's putting your faith in the negative. And it's, I did another um, one on worry, so I won't get too much into that. But I don't think it's a, sorry, I'm going to put this down a little. I don't think it's a coincidence that there are literally 365 scriptures that basically say, fear not. And I want to make a calendar and like a daily calendar so you can rip them off every single day and just be be encouraged with those words. He also likes to use unforgiveness and bitterness and, and even isolation. I put that down. I like to be isolated, but I have a lot of kids. So I know other people, it's hard for them. Like with COVID, he's using that, you know, he used it and there's teen suicide is through the roof. Men were created to work. They were made to work with their hands. And if you take that away from them, it's, it's not it's not good. So I want to look at 1 Peter 5, 8 through 9. Nothing's up there. Was the other one up there? Okay, I'll just read it. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the true enemy of mankind, right? The devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brother, in your brotherhood in the world. And we know from Hebrews, that Christ was also tempted in all these ways, yet he sinned not. So he can he can truly help you with any temptation, with anything that you're dealing with. He he can help you because he's he's literally been in, been there. He's you know he's been in your shoes. He's walked this life, and he you know the devil tried to tempt him, and he resisted him. And what did he do? He fled because he is a coward. He knows his end, and he knows his time is short. And if you if you resist him, if you stand fast. He, eventually, he'll leave you alone. He'll move on. So let him, you know, choose a different target. Don't let, don't put a bullseye on your head. Because <laughs> um, I know like Pastor Kalani always likes to say that he is under our feet. And it's so, it's so, so true. Um, let's see. Sorry, I'm trying to read in my notes. So as joint heirs with Christ, whom we have been blessed by every spiritual blessing and seated with him in heavenly places, right? He has given us all power and authority over him. So if he's, you know, messing with you, if he's trying to test, tempt you into something, just tell him no. He has to listen to you. Jesus said he had to listen to you. He gives, 
he gives all of you, if you're born again, you have all the authority and power over him because Jesus gave it to you. It's the same thing as, as, as Jesus telling him to get away from me. He will listen. So Luke 10, 19, I want to read to you guys. Behold, I give you the believer. And a lot. I think a lot of Christians think it's just for the 12 disciples or just the 82, you know, the plus 70 that went out. But it, it's for us. It's written for us today. So this is Jesus speaking. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And no thing shall by any means hurt you. What good news this is. It's just, it's so awesome. And the next verse he tells us in Luke 10, 20, we're going to go in too fast. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you. Notice he says spirits, not just evil spirits, just throwing that out there. But rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. That's so awesome. So the spirits are subject to us. And that's not even the good part. The good part we're supposed to be rejoicing over, that our names are in the book of life. They're in heaven. They're, they're there. And it's, it's so awesome, like what Pastor Angela was saying. There's nothing you can do that's so great that, you know, God's up there and, oh, I can't believe they did this, you know. That's it. I'm done with them. I'm not, you know. He's not doing that. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. So where am I? Okay, now I have to use my Bible. Ephesians 4, 27 through 32. And it's not going to fit, so i got to hold it. Well, it sounds weird where I start, but I'm just going to start. Ephesians 4, 27 through 32. Nor give place to the devil. Let him who stole steal no longer, but rather let him labor, working with his hands what is good, that he may have something to give him who has need. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth. That's so important, what we speak. But what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as Christ, as, in, as God in Christ forgave you. And just a little note, so if, I, like if I'm having a hard time, usually with someone in my immediate family, <laughs> and I, I don't go to them about it, I go to God about it, and I, I pray about it, and then I trust, did it just click off? I trust that Holy Spirit's already dealing with it, and nine times out of ten, it's, he's telling me, don't confront this person, you know what I mean? That just let me work on it, and, and I just believe that he's, going to lead me in what I should say and it usually ends up it always ends up better because he he leads you to all truth and he's just such an awesome helper and comforter and and leader I don't I was looking up um because I wanted to say guide me but it doesn't say guide me it says lead me we need to let Holy Spirit lead us and that's not making an excuse like, oh, well, Holy Spirit didn't tell me to, you know, go preach to those people, so I'm not going to do it. You know, it's not an excuse, but we really need to to let him lead us. It's so important. Okay, so Ephesians six ten through 20, I'm going to read the whole armor of God. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places, being the devil and his demonic, right? 
Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand evil in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, he says it three times, so it's so important. Having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, my favorite part, taking the shield of faith, which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of spirit, which is the word of God. Okay, if we're going to go back. Okay, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. And for me, that utterance may be given to me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. So it's, and it's important if you're, if you're not praying in tongues, it's important to get, to get baptized and, and pray in tongues because he hates it when you do that because you're speaking mysteries to God. And it's, I love to do it if I don't know exactly what people are going through and I'm praying for them and it's just, it's, it's awesome. So this might be out of order, but I have Ephesians 6, 12 as well. Oh, I just read that. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I wonder if I should, no, I won't read it again. Okay. So don't put up with him. Tell him to get out of your home, out of your life, out of your kids' lives, your business, your work, out of your finances, out of your body, out of your mind, out of your soul. He has to listen. Just don't give him any room. So faith faith without doubt is, is everything. It's how we got our salvation, right? We believed in Jesus. We believed that he was our Savior. And we believe that God rose him from the dead. So just rebuke him, rebuke him, rebuke him, rebuke that sickness that, you know, speak to it, whatever that mountain may be, tell it to move because it has to listen. So I'm going to read Mark. Um, I know we've heard this a million times, but Mark 11, 23 through 24. Where's your hat? <laughs> you guys don't listen to it. <laughs> I sit there on Wednesdays. <laughs> okay. So. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I'll read 22. So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God, for assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart. It doesn't, I don't know where I got this from, but it's good. It doesn't say you, it doesn't say you can't doubt in your mind. It says don't doubt in your heart. It's different, right? But believes that those things he says will be done, and he will have whatever he says. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, Believe that you receive them, and you will have them. Okay, it's so it's so good. So, and then, oh, Ephesians 1, 22. I think this is, is this the, the, the verse that Pastor Tony likes to use? And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be, Jesus, right, head over all things, again, to the church. So are you the church this morning? That's you, right? So he, he gave you all things. He put everything under your feet. We're the head over all, right? It's just, so he's the head, obviously, but we're, you know, joint heirs with him. Good, good stuff. So John, uh, I want to read to you First John 4, 1, 6. Sorry, it's a little deep down. It's on testing the spirits, I think. And then I put, if you want to write down homework for First John 3, 9. I won't read it, but for some reason, I put that down. <laughs> All right. No, I didn't put that. Did I 
do that one with trust me spirit <laughs> okay so it says i have written to you fathers because you who have known him who is from the beginning so who so who is that father son holy spirit right they are from the beginning the godhead three in one I have written to you young men, so age is, is never a factor. Don't, let, don't think you're too old. Don't think you're too young. It's never a factor because you are strong. He's telling this to everyone, every age, right? And the word of God abides in you, and you have overcome the wicked one. So it's, there's the answer right there. So I wonder, I don't know why I didn't put that. I'll go ahead and put it because I like it. Okay, First John 3, 4. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits, right? Whether they are of God, because many false prophets have go out, uh, gone out into the world. I feel like false prophets, like their number one thing, they're not going to confess Jesus Christ. That's a big, you know, no-no. And you don't, if, they're, if it's conflicting with, if it's conflicted with this, if it's in contradiction with the Bible, big no-no, right? <laughs> so where are we? Two, by this you know the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and now is already in the world. You are of God, little children, having overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. You want to say something else? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So I think that's it. If you guys need prayer for anything, anything. Um, just come up and we'll love to pray for you. We will love to pray for you. Yeah. Amen. Absolutely. All right. Bye, guys.